drive it, we can fix it. Leroy's Body Shop. We can make it look brand new. If you can drive it, we can fix it for you. Leroy's Body Shop. That rocks. Alrighty, good morning. It's the Plan B Morning Show. Brock Hunter. What's up? Uh, it's here. Eight thirty-two. You're on there. You're good. You're all set. Can you hear me, Hunter? Huh? Hunter, can you hear me? Bark twice if you're in Milwaukee. Can, yeah. you, hear, can you hear me or no? Down here. <laughs> can you hear me or no? Yeah. I can oh, okay. Good. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many buttons I have to hit in the morning. Now it used to be Dave's one button. Dave's not here. Dave's. What? Dave's not Dave? here. <laughs> Dave. Uh, yeah, there's so many buttons to hit nowadays that I'm always you know, just concerned I'm going to hit the wrong one. The, the Dave's Not Here skit from Cheech and Chong back in the day. I don't know how he got on this, but um, I was watching a video the other day with Chong. And uh, he Tommy was talking Chung? about how, yeah, how that skit came about. And it was actually the very first skit that they recorded for that whole CD and that whole album. That really? And it, w- it came about as they were... They were hanging out, and and Tommy was inside, and Cheech was out, and it was like a, he said it was like 120 outside, and he was like do, 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 knocking on the door, let me in, man, come on, let me in, and he was playing with them, he was just messing with them, who Dave, Dave, you know, and, and it became the skit, and he just kept messing with them. So the next day they started recording the album, and they just were like, hey, let's do what we did yesterday. Yesterday, that was funny, yeah, yeah. And so they professionally recorded it, and that's what you know is one of the most one of the most legendary stoner skits ever, for sure. Hey. I, honestly, <laughs> I think that's why Seinfeld, uh, not to get all introspective on comedy, but real life is usually funnier than anything you can kind of, you know, drum up. You know and, what I mean? Brock, you know what with this show, too, a lot of stuff we do here, the best stuff is just improv yeah it just comes out yeah and then if you we try to like redo it it's not the same. it's ne- it's never the same it's never the same that's why when everyone like i talk to people and they're like is hunter ever coming back to the studio and i'm like no probably not and our boss likes it that way because when we're together we're sitting here horsing around doing all the funny we're stuff off air or the yeah. funny stuff quote unquote as funny as we can be but yeah right. so it's just we everything we do there's been multiple times where you'll start saying something like shut up don't say anything else all right we'll just say yeah yeah right <laughs> save it for the year because yeah and again going back to what i was going to say is i think that's why seinfeld kind of it resonates and still is funny because it's it is a funny it's a, co- a comedic take on real life stuff which they do amp it up a bit, but that's usually the funny stuff. It's just like life. Life is it's funny. Real life stuff. Real life you is funny. Got, you got to give it to those actors, too, yeah. to be able to recreate it and make it feel like it's in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. I think that's why I've gotten away from comedians that, like like Anthony Jeselnik. I'm not saying he's not a really creative guy and everything like that, but, you know, like the 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 dr- like the made up punchlines and the made up stories never seem as funny anymore as some guy being like, you know, You'll never believe what happened to me, you know, right. here. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's my take on and, it. So. And think about this. Comedians doing it night after night. Like, they hear that punchline. Yeah. Every, they yeah. know what's coming up. They know what's going to be. Maybe that's why we've seen this this surge or this uptick in the, the comedians that, that do the kind of uh, yeah, audience interaction. Audience interaction. Yeah, like the Rifes. 
Yeah, yeah, you know, and I, he still has a stand-up routine, but a, a lot of these guys now have made it big by having that kind of back and forth mm-hmm. with people in real-life things, and I think people are finding that funnier than some guy like, well, you know, I was at the grocery store the other day, and uh, you'll never believe yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, they kind of word self out a little yeah. bit, I think. Yeah. Comedy's hard, man. It's yeah. tough. You're Especially telling when you're me. Up there- <laughs> Which really you're by yourself, though. Yeah, that's true. By yourself. I don't think, like, if I had to go up on stage and do a one-man. I mean, we know, folks. We try and do it four hours, five days a week, okay? Yeah. So cut us some slack, would you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, going to be great. Trying my best over here, man. Jesus. Yeah. Anyway. Well, hey, why don't we try and be funny right now? Can we give that a shot? We'll, we'll, we'll see you know what, what we can do. That's, what you got? Well, it's, over. it's a 50-50 shot. Coin flip. <laughs> but, uh, folks, let's get to it. It's time for everyone's favorite bit. Stupid quickies. Let's kick it off with this. Dorothy Hoffner traded in her walker for a parachute and broke a world record for skydiving. 104 years old. She's now the ah, oldest that's person. a lot of flappy skin, man. Woo. She didn't need a parachute. No. She just had to open her arms up. And it's she, like, God, it's like is a that flying a, squirrel. Is that a flying squirrel? Oh, no, it's Dorothy. It's right. Dorothy. Is that, a, is, that, is that a new tan wingsuit? Actually, she killed the instructor instructor that was behind her by accident. Beat her, beat him to death with her uh, arm flaps. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he got suffocated by her arm flap skin. (laughs) Hundred and four. Hey, give her at that point though. Is it even scary? Because what's the worst that happens? You die at a hundred and four, right? Every day's just got to be like, I think this could be it. This could be it. Honestly, at 104, you should just start breaking records. Just throw your body out there. Like, <laughs> hey, like. Just start going full evil Knievel as you get right. that all. Like, yeah, screw it. The longest human cannonball <laughs> shot. Shot her like five miles. It was incredible. Damn, damn if she didn't survive. She's great. She bounced. She's going to come near. What are you doing today, Dorothy? I'm going to go wrestle an alligator. Uh, okay. <laughs> yep. I'm going to. Hey, it's better than just dying of old age. Right? Yeah. I mean, if you're going to go out, go out swinging, man. Go out swinging. And go put her in the running with the bulls, all right? Let's yeah, see I'm how surprised she does. A lot of older people don't do this. Like, I think I feel like we're going to see a lot of older people now just just go for just mm. trying to shatter world records. Just go hard in the paint. I mean, you've 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 made it, all right? Yeah. And it's not like anyone's going to be like Oh, I can't. She died so young. No, she was 104. <laughs> like she had a good run. She, the oldest person to flail themselves off the Grand Canyon. It was incredible. She didn't even have a rope. What was she doing? Yeah, she's 104. What do you want her to do? Barely made it. Today's the day I'm finding Jesus. Damn. Uh, what about this? Charmin spent five years working on a redesign of a toilet paper square so that it's easier to make a neat tear along the perforated line. Huh. Yeah. Five years? It took that long to... Make the toilet paper rip easier. I'm looking too much into it. I, I, you know, you know where I stand on on toilet paper and the thick toilet paper. I don't like it. It's just too much. It's like using a pillow. And I, you, you, don't, you, you don't like the thick toilet paper. No, I don't. Because get there's no feel. There's no feel. And I'm not saying you got to feel it up on your booty. Oh, so much <laughs> my my mud. No, because look, if you don't, you, you got to get the nooks and like the crap and if you just you, you want to feel to see if there's anything left just that's sh- why you need a bidet damn it let's go full circle again i'm again. not rooting around in there you know trying to find you know 
treasure. If, but if you want thin toilet paper to see if you had mud left, <sighs> you, you need. What I'm saying though is that you you gotta have a little feel, okay? You just you can't go in there with you know a pillow. All right, you're gonna. It's not gonna do as good a job. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Problem I don't have to worry about. Yeah, you just love hosing off your booty hole. That's all it is. Yep. You're just in there. Turn, turn it up to ten. All right. Yeah, I don't want any of that misty stuff. <laughs> no, you gotta get it business. hard. All right, just power washer. <laughs> that laser beam. Lastly, there's an article going viral that argues we should all be washing our bananas before we eat them. Apparently, the peel can have bacteria on it, and that can still get in your mouth. Uh, you should also wash your avocados for the same reason. I'm going to feel weird washing a banana, right? Why are you washing it like that? <laughs> I mean, you be, quit making eye contact while you're washing that banana. <laughs> it's clean. It's, it's clean. like that bartender that sits there and talks to you while he's cleaning the glass. It's clean, you know? man. You're making me nervous. All right? ah. What do you do this? Yeah, like we think about banana for a half hour. Like, it just is it really that bad? Like, you're peeling the banana. Uh, I don't know. I just here's a, here, okay. Here's another thing, and maybe I'm maybe I'm way way off on this, but if if your immune system is so weak that a banana's gonna take you to, out. To, to, to peel from a banana, like you touch the, yeah, you're gonna die anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's something else is gonna, gonna take make, you out. All right. Sitting the banana there. peel took him out. Sitting there with a soapy banana, like ah, no, yeah, yeah. it's weird. I got super sick last week. Oh, I, Actually, I didn't wash my banana. You know what? You know what? I guarantee there's some chick out there that's gonna make a killing washing bananas. All right, on oh, OnlyFans. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Welcome to my OnlyFans channel. I just spend all day washing <laughs> bananas in a seductive manner. Oh yeah, wash that banana, baby. Wash that banana. That's good. There are a lot of there are a lot of cons to being a woman, but nowadays, yeah. Right there. If you can make them make it, you know, a million dollars washing bananas. Yep. Just, uh, just, just get in a sexy outfit and wash a banana on OnlyFans. You're gonna be a millionaire. Unbelievable. It totters all of the con. Oh uh, yeah, wash that banana. I want equal pay. Shut up. You made a million dollars washing bananas on OnlyFans. I, I, I get it. Periods suck. You know, pregnancy is probably just absolutely horrid. But you know what? You can wash bananas. Right. You can tell you what, you make even more money being pregnant and washing a banana. That's a that's a double yeah. fetish right there for some guy. <laughs> these, are, these are all the things that turn me on. <laughs> yeah. Wash it with your feet. Then we got three of them. That's great. Oh, there you geez, go. Man. A pregnant chick washing a banana seductively with her feet. Self-made billionaire. Rock hard. <laughs> all right, there you go. That is your stupid quickies for a Thursday. We're going to take a break. Your comedian for today is Hugh Moore.